Hello and welcome to Idiots Talk History. Uh, this week we've got a report from Lorman. Let's see how we do it. I should have just, just stopped on the script. Uh, we'll do I'm going to wing it. I'm going to wing it. Right, we'll wing it from now. We'll wing it from now. With the book. As he opens the book. <laughs> History, the podcast where one of us chooses a topic from history to report on. I am your host, Matt, and as always with me are my co-hosts. First up is Lorna. Hello. And also Innis. Hi. You two are problems <laughs> grinning <laughs> at me. Because <laughs> we've I've just been messing up the podcast opening for a while. Innis is wrapped up mm. in a blanket because Winter it's cold. Coming. It yes. is cold. Middle of August and we're freezing. Mm. Mm. We've had the fire on for you. We no, knew you'd be cold. Yeah. Turn it off now. I just get chilly. Yeah. My feet get cold. We would have. I would have done you a hot water bottle, but we didn't. We also, just, you were very late. You were very late, so you didn't deserve it. <laughs> it's dark is. outside. So white people are unreliable. Yeah, that's what we're saying. That's what we've learned. And outside, it's getting dark. It is. Why are we giving like a, a just, report on the weather? I, just feel like uh, need I think to there's going to be drizzle at ten. <laughs> um, oh no! We'll probably there are big, big black clouds. Big, well, I can see them. BBCs. Big black clouds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So this week. <laughs> This week, we have a report from Lorna. Do you want to take over? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. So, um, on my other reports, I did a bit of modern stuff, so I decided to head back a bit. Um, so, I'm going to be talking about the papal bull into Caterra and the Treaty of Tordesillas. Could you repeat that, please? <laughs> <laughs> right, so it's two separate things. So it's the Papal Bull into Caterra and the Treaty of Tordesillas. But this, so this is about like Latin America, like um, Southern America, and mm-hmm. over there they don't they don't see, speak Spanish the same. So it might be Tordesillas. I'm just trying to be all. I think it is yes. L- Over L-Y. there, because like a double L. Yeah, but you know how in Spain they will replace the C with a TH. Yeah. In what Latin noise does Ameri- that make? So. Like gracias. Okay. In Latin America, they still pronounce gracias. it as a C, so it's gracias. Mm. So, but anyway. Well, you've really learned that's one thing you've learned already today. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter, but um, so we're talking about the age of discovery. Um, So in the 15th and 16th centuries, leaders of European nations sponsored exhibitions abroad. Um, Why do you think these exhibitions were sponsored? You two? 
How? It's not quite Advertising? Advertising how? They've got like a big billboard on the back no, of like, their ships. I don't know. That's what they do with football grounds, isn't it? You look like you're wearing a poncho. I can't <laughs> take you seriously. He's dressed today. a bar. Yeah, yeah. They wear this. They do. Game. You just mentioned football matches. Football grounds. Football grounds. This is the 15th and 16th century. Yeah, it could have been a different. I don't know. I don't know why they sponsored the boats. You Unless it's like a sponsored swim. Explain. Expand on that. <laughs> I don't know. I've got nothing. I, I'm... So the government sponsored. Them yeah, they're just paying for these expeditions. Because abroad, yeah, is it? Well, because they want to find new places and look after the well, yeah. well really? the Columbus. Yeah, I'm going to talk about him a bit. So mm. they wanted to find wealth and find vast undiscovered lands. So the Portuguese were the earliest participants in this age of discovery. Um, starting about 1420, small Portuguese ships um, went along the African coast carrying spices, gold, slaves and other goods from Asia and Africa to Europe. And then other European nations were keen to share in this, particularly Spain. So by the end of the 15th century, Spain's Reconquista, mm. which was um, a series of campaigns by Christian states to capture territory from the Muslims and to exp- um, ex- the expulsion of Jews and Muslims out of the country. So it was like Crusades? Kind of, I think. It was after um, like centuries of war and the Muslims had occupied most of the Iberian Peninsula and then Christians got control and was like, see ya. Um, I don't think they were like, see ya. <laughs> go on, <laughs> pack your bags. On you go. Um, so then Spain were looking to go on this and take part of these oh I messed that up go on these exhibitions (laughs) expeditions and take part in this age of discovery so Christopher Columbus um, he was the son of a wool merchant and do you know when and where he was born? I was going to say do you know what they sell? I was going to get him (laughs) for my buzzer so go on do you know what they sell? (laughs) wools oh excellent jumpers ponchos jerseys yep they've got it all um uh, Christopher Columbus, where he was born. Yeah, or well, when? Where? Oh, you said something about fifteen. I know he directed. Fifteen hundred on the dot. Oh. Ruin my jokes. I style my joke. Go on. Uh, I know he directed uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, uh, two thousand and one, <laughs> and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, two thousand and two. Is that a long line? Is that a long line? What <laughs> um, was he about? <laughs> He was born in 1500. No, well, he he discovered the New World in 1492, maybe. So, maybe 1458s, 1460s. Very close, much closer Mm. than 1500. Sorry. Sorry. So, he was born in 1451. Decent. In Genoa. We're keeping tallies, by the way. I feel like I'm. Two and a half I, I was going to say Genoa, by the way. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in that. Right, yeah. so you're on two I and a half points. What, what? Wolves. Oh, God. I jumped in early with wolves. I think he should lose a point for his sponsorship <laughs> answer. Yeah, <laughs> but then he'll be on mine. You've got to give it a go, don't you? Okay, okay. Yeah, you're answer it. So and where's your other t- one and a half points come from? You've got wolves. I made a very witty joke about... Christopher Columbus, the director. No, those points you, don't, you don't get points. Right, sorry. We'll go with whoever's closest. So, I really don't want to give you wolves. Do you know what? 1451. 
No, I'm going to give you four themes, six deep, and after that. Six deep, yeah. Innis, you've got a chance to, <laughs> right. to bring it back here. Did you say I'm not having walls? No, sorry. Okay. I, don't, I don't think I don't think I should have walls. The first yeah. one, we did get distracted with sponsored swims, so I'm not, I'm not giving out any points for that one. So just okay. the second question I've asked, Matt's got a point, Innis, you're on zero. Really yours, it's fine. Right. We'll get it back. So I don't know how many questions you've got to <laughs> Christopher Columbus was born uh, in 1451 and when he was a teenager he got a job on a merchant ship and then he remained at sea until 1470 when um, he was sailing along the Portuguese coast and French privateers attacked his ship um, the boat sank but he floated to shore on a scrap of wood and made his way to Lisbon where he studied mathematics, astronomy cartography and navigation how has he got into uni in lisbon well he didn't have the same as today though was it? i know but it, there's no way that he's like got any money or anything if he's just flunked mm. in a craft and well, i don't know what it was like he's then. not I got like to... ucas points <laughs> none of that <laughs> no ucas points not got um, for anyone listening not from um the uk ucas points are what you need to get into university mm. Mm. Also, where did I missed where his boat was attacked or on the Portuguese coast? And then he floated into Lisbon. Yeah, is Lisbon yeah. on the coast? Um, it's on a river. That it is the... close by a coast. Okay. So. Yes, actually, I, 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 went I, to I was wondering how long you would have had to. Wondering how long you would have had to float for mm. on a piece of wood. Reminds me of Titanic. Mm. It's not really relevant. Well, she let Jack go. I'm still not happy about that. So, um, it, that's a spoiler, isn't it? <laughs> so, he lives, he swims off. <laughs> happy as Larry. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Still knocking so, around so it. <laughs> um, so, during this time, so at the end of the 15th century, it was impossible almost to reach Asia from Europe by land. Um, so do you know why this is? Asia from Europe by land. Because of mountains? The Himalayas? Nope, Matt. Mm, I knew you were coming to me next. <laughs> Is this why Europeans can't get there? Yeah. The Ottoman Empire? Well, I don't have specifics. I know it's that it's people. not the Himalayas. Um, it's not the Ottoman Empire. Well, it might be. The route was long and mm. arduous, and encounters with hostile armies were difficult to avoid. Mm. So it could have been we them. both get that don't we <laughs> wait no mountains long and yeah, arduous long and arduous yeah alright so you're having a point each so one of us could have just said why couldn't you have gone to Asia because it's a bit far yeah. so <laughs> we would have got a point for that long and arduous yeah long you, and arduous are you complaining about my quiz and we're no. only three questions in I reckon in. neither of us get anything there that worth it okay alright so one That's nil still to Matt still one nil still. I'm Um, so Portuguese explorers solved this problem by taking to the sea and they sailed along the West African coast and around the Cape of Good Hope um, but Columbus had a different idea he thought why not sail west across the Atlantic um, rather than around the massive African continent um, so his logic was okay but his maths was faulty he thought that the circumference of the earth was much smaller than his contemporaries believed it was um, so he believe that the journey by boat from Europe to Asia should not only be possible but comparatively easy. Oh, he thought he was going to hit Asia. Yeah. Rather so you than think you head that way and just circle back around, which you do, but 
stuff yeah, in the way. Yeah, there's stuff in the middle. Um, so he wanted to find a direct water route west from Europe to Asia, but instead he accidentally stumbled upon the Americas. So he came up with this plan of going west and presented it in Portugal and England um, to officials, but they weren't impressed. But, um, so, in 1470, his boat sank and then he was studying. So, and then he came up with this idea. So, do you want to have a guess at what year his idea was, like, where he found a sympathetic audience to his idea? Where? Like, where he found sub-sponsors? As in what, what year city? and where? The country. Do you want to go first this time? Oh, I'd love to. Um, 1488. Fourteen eighty five. I'm gonna read up. I'm gonna guess. Bang on to fourteen eighty eight. In well, no, that the Portuguese found it. I think Spain. Okay, and then. Did you get the whole? I thought you had to narrow it down to a city. Oh. No, no, the no, country. Spain. Oh well, I'm also gonna go with Spain. Okay. But I'm gonna go fourteen seventy nine. Oh, I feel like I might have won. Mm, it's fourteen ninety one. Is it? I think Matt gets the point. In? Spain. In Spain. So do you both want? You can both have a point for two, Spain. One. Two one. No three. Three one. one. <laughs> Hang on, you just extended your lead. Oh no, no, because he gets a point for both. Spain and the year. Yeah, and the year. Um. So the Spanish monarchs Ferdinand of Aragon and Isabella of Castile. Um. They were like, go on then. So. Columbus wanted fame and fortune and they wanted the same and they wanted to also extend um, Catholicism to lands across the globe um, and Columbus was a Catholic as well so he was like, yeah sure um, so he developed a contract with the rulers of Spain which said that he could keep 10% of whatever riches he found along with a noble title and the governorship of any lands he should encounter so that's it. He's had approval to go to Spain. So what day did he set sail? Out of the seven days. What seven days? Of the wind. Oh no! I want you to <laughs> guess like the date. Uh, no, <laughs> the date. Ninety-one. Uh, Ninety-one. 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 Do you want the date including the year and the month, or just like the number? Just mean the year, right? No, I want the year and the month. And the month. What about the oh, do you have the month? Day? Mm-hmm. You have the day as well. Let's right, go for it. I have the date. I don't know what day it was. I, no. I don't know if it was yeah. like a Sunday. No, that's fine. Right. No, that's fine. I thought that's what you were origin- originally asking. Yeah, me too. No, no. Oh, it's me first. Isn't yeah, it? you go first. Yeah, you crack right. on. Um, <laughs> right, I'm just thinking if you were going to where you thought was Asia, and what's the best time for sale? For me, it's probably just after winter's passed. So I'm going to go with March the 14th. March the 14th. The year's crucial on this. I've forgotten even what century we were in. <laughs> you got approval 1491. Okay. <laughs> You're like, 50. Uh, 40, so, March the 14th, 1493. 93. Hmm. Right. I thought that you discovered uh, I'm going to say, if I go February, then how is this working closest month? You don't get clues. No, I'm wondering how is well, it working. Well, it'll go closest, off. I mean, closest <laughs> month if you pick the same year. Mm, okay. Oh, oh no, I'm oh, not, I'm not closest, choosing. Okay. 
four. I'm gonna say eight. Oh, this is boring, isn't it? I'm gonna say May twenty third, um, fourteen ninety two. He set sail on August third, fourteen ninety two. Did you do it? I don't know because you yes, said March. We were closer for next year, though. Yeah, but September, you was two September. months out this way. Yeah, yeah. Amos was three months. Mm-hmm. I about biology. <laughs> <laughs> so he set sail in three ships: the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Whoa. Sorry, I'm just mocking him with my four one. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Yeah. I so then four ships. Three. Oh, three. Um, on October twelfth, the ships made landfall in the Bahamas. Mm. That's a good um, spot to get to. It's it? not yeah. bad, is it? So for a couple of months, he sailed round island to island, looking for the pearls, precious stones, gold, silver, spices, and other objects and merchandise whatsoever. Um, but he didn't find much. So he's going to go back and let Ferdinand and Isabel down, Isabella. Um, so in March fourteen ninety three, he left forty men in a makeshift settlement on Hispaniola, which is present day Haiti in the Dominican Republic. Mm, so he left 40 men way. and went back to Spain. So. They're Spanish, aren't they? They speak Spanish. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe Portuguese. Um, so he returned to the Americas. What. Like, no, sorry, when did he return to the Americas? Um, I'll have a month a and month. a year. A month and a year. So he got back to Spain in March 1493. So he, oh, he left some then. 14. I, was, I said March 1493, but I lost one. Yeah, but he came back then. So when did he get back to the Americas? Yeah, oh, so he came back to Spain for a bit. When did he go back out? So he went on another ex- expedition. I think, oh, shit. I think mm, 1501. You've had them for 20 years? No, oh. 10 years. I will say that he went to the Americas four times. Oh, mate. Mm. 1501. You've had a guess now. July. 14. 97. Mm, that sounds bad. Ju- August. Ju- <laughs> August. Um, he only stayed in Spain for six months and he ah, went back September 1493. He found Bottom. the Hispaniola settlement destroyed and to this day no one knows what happened there. Mm. Um, and he left his brothers Bartolomeu and Diego behind to rebuild and um, he left some of his ship's crew and hundreds of enslaved natives enslaved natives and he headed west with his own um group of native slaves to carry on searching for gold and other goods um because he couldn't find any material riches that he promised the spanish monarchs he sent 500 slaves to queen isabella um she was horrified because she thought that any people that they discovered were spanish subjects who should not be enslaved and she promptly and sternly returned the explorer's gift. Oh, She's bold thinking, isn't She's she? She's done well. Right. Yeah. So that was his second trip. So when was his third expedition? Do you think? Uh, what a <laughs> thing, uh, well, I think... Wait, what score is it? 4-2? Yeah. June 1497. Hmm. I don't know what date we're up to. <laughs> I don't either. Well, well it's, he just went it's... back in 1493. And then he comes back to Spain for a bit. So when does he go back out? When did he come back to Spain? I don't know. Oh, it's been a he, well, he went west for a bit though, you say. Went searching. I'm going to say 1499. Wrong. 
No. It was May 1498, so I'm not actually sure who's close to I there. I would have won there, but you didn't give a month, All so... Right, I'll give it to you, 4-3. Yeah. Um, Can I ask you a question? Go on. I don't know if you have the answer to it. I've been thinking about this, been mulling it over in my mind, okay? Mm-hmm. He said he went west. Around this time, were there people who still thought that the earth was flat? To be honest, I've not Because you had, who was it, Copernicus or someone? People still thought so. Who so. said that it was round, but they were mocked for a bit, and then eventually people came round to the idea that the world oh, was came round. round. Um, obviously, Christopher, he knew, because he was like, well, he, I maybe you were risking it. What, falling out? He wouldn't do it. Mm. I'm not sure. So, yeah, never mind. Wow. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling me what? That people, people still thought. People around. still thought, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. How come? Because I'm just curious. Yeah, I just thought you might have. Well, no, no, sorry. Alright. Um, so, May 1498, he visited Trinidad and the South American mainland before returning to Hispaniola. Um, but the colonists staged a bloody result, result, revolt against the Columbus brothers' mismanagement and brutality. Conditions were so bad that Spanish authorities had to send a new governor to take over. And Christopher Columbus was arrested and returned to Spain in chains. So, he's now back in in Spain, but he has one last trip oh, to America. When did he Who's go going to guess when it is? <laughs> 1503. Oh, way I just want year this time. 1504. It's 1503. <sighs> so, is that 5? It's 5, right? Oh. So, um, so, he's cleared of the most serious charges, but stripped of his noble titles. And he persuaded the Spanish king to pay for one last trip. Um, so he made it all the way to Panama, just miles from the Pacific Ocean, where he had to abandon two of his four ships in the face of an attack from hostile natives. Um, so he was empty-handed and he returned to Spain. And then, do you want to guess when he died? Yeah. Well, he directed the Philosopher's Stone in 2001. <laughs> Same joke, recycled. <laughs> also known as the Sorcerer's Stone in America. Hmm. I'm gonna say two thousand and eight. I'm not, I'm gonna say fifteen sixteen. Guinness. Fifteen twenty four. He died in fifteen oh six. So he's oh. only about fifty five. Really? Yeah. That's a good innings back then. Yeah, he says the elderly explorer. We always say that though. What do you mean? When we're talking about the his- history. Hist- when when did it become that? You're like, not elderly when you well, hit like, 50. Yeah. Never go home to my mum when you're elderly. And <laughs> before that, like, if you were like 40, it was like, oh, people die at 40. That's they've, done, they've done well. When did that change to 50, then 60? It's now, changing all the time. Now Because now it's going older. Well, I'd say it's 100 now. I wouldn't. It's not its way I'd up. say 80. I'd say 85. 80. But when you get to 80, I think, you're not you're ready to die, oh, but like, you've had, <laughs> a good, you've had a good time on Earth. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it, 70s, you get away with 70s, and like people are like, you know, they, they die. They pass 70s on. is for cruises. Right, but people Saga die. Holidays. But then if, if you die in your 60s, they're a bit like, people are like, oh, I died quite young. Well, not quite young, but died a bit too mm. early. Yeah. yeah. I think 70s Especially and 80s is when people you sort of 60s. accept it. This is cheerful conversation. Right, so anyway. He died at 55, <laughs> too early. <laughs> well, not probably not back then. Not back then, He's but elderly. today. Yeah. So, Christopher Columbus, 
Um, so he's died now, but he's got a legacy. So his journey kicks off centuries of transatlantic exploration, conquest, and exploitation of the American continents. Oh, that was so nice until exploitation. I'm sorry, but disease and environmental changes resulted in the destruction of the majority of the native population over time. They took the coal, didn't they? Or like yeah, flu. Yeah. Oh, so they died. So, yeah, yeah so their their all... bodies weren't. Yeah, you so... tell them. <laughs> Well, I don't really expect I get, no, it. I get it, I get it. Yeah, uh, get it. The, should I clarify? Go on, clarify Go on. for the class. For the listeners at home. <laughs> um, so the uh, the Spanish people, e.g. Christopher, goes across and they take maybe a disease or a virus. Influenza. Yeah, Something of that nature. Um, which they can kind of put up with, but the natives in America struggle and and die yeah you put that in a nutshell beautiful beautifully done. I'll, I hope everyone knows that <laughs> <laughs> thank you loved it that's alright that's what I'm here for clarification yeah so they took all this disease and stuff over there took over like marched in and then um, the whole time they was extracting natural resources as well so they just took all the stuff not very nice Um. Columbus has a mixed legacy. He's remembered as a daring and path-breaking explorer who transformed the new world, yet his actions also unleashed changes that would eventually devastate the native populations. Um, but anyway, so we're going on to the Papal Bull and the Treaty of... Oh, yeah, I forgot that was the title. Yeah, I was thinking, when's so this going to kick in? I just when wanted to give a little bit of background. When are the quesadillas kicking in? <laughs> Oh, I, I love quesadillas. Which one's a quesadillas? It's like a squished one. Squished what? You put them in the oven, quesadillas, enchiladas, maybe I'm thinking of. You're thinking of enchiladas where it's like rolled up and then you put a bit of tomato sauce on and cheese. Is that enchiladas. Not a taco? No, a taco, you can get a soft shell or a hard, hard shell, shell taco. We used to have taco Tuesdays at camp and that's like meat, you add a bit of lettuce, add a bit of cheese, bit of salsa, bit of sour cream. Yeah. Eat. So- quesadilla, a flat soft tortilla. Cheese inside, you can add a bit of chicken, a bit of mushroom, stuff like that. Squished. But you don't mm. put that in the oven. What? Yeah, it's hot. What's the difference between a tortilla and a quesadilla? Tortilla is just the, the, the bread. Um, yeah, like the wrap. Oh. The wrap. So, what's the difference between a quesadilla and a fajita? Yeah, that's what I was meaning. So, a quesadilla is a bit like. <laughs> a bit squarer. No, it's like round Squashed and they cut it. into like little pizza shapes. Um, slices, okay. yeah, slices, and it's like squished and all melted. Whereas a fajita, you add the thing mm. and then you roll it up. So the wrap's a bit warm, but it's not squished. So what's the difference between that and a taco? <laughs> you joking? <laughs> the thing is, Innis is being serious. A taco is like those flower shell, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but no, we can get still hard stuff shell in or it. soft shell. Yeah, it's they're very di- similar. It's different stuff. So fajitas like peppers, chicken, all mixed up in the sauce. Oh, so, so taco, um, yeah. No, a taco's like the meat. You add the yeah, bit of lettuce, you oh, add a bit yeah. of cheese, you put a bit of sauce in if you want, but you don't have to. So what I really want is an enchilada. You do? <laughs> That's what, what I want. now? Yeah, I'd happily have one. Oh, I love enchiladas. I anyway. What, so what's the difference between a quesadilla <laughs> and a... Treaty of... A treaty of tortillas. This is what we were that to was learn. A, that was a segue. That, that. was a segue. Yeah. I'm glad you've learned what a segue is. I know, yeah, you still yeah. didn't um, believe me, did you? Neither you believe me. What, well, what a segue it was. Well, it's the vehicle. It is a vehicle. It is a vehicle, but it's also... 
A transition mm, from one subject to another. Yes. There you go. So anyway, we'll segue back onto this. Um, <laughs> um, Seamlessly. So Christopher Columbus um, did not even oh ignore all of it. Christopher Columbus did not discover the Americas, nor was he even the first European to visit the New World. Do you know of any other expeditions? Right, I don't have specifics before you answer. I have well, a vague answer. Don't ask us a Can you give me a vague answer? Come on. I've got, I've got a question. Yeah, what you sort of cut yourself off. Do you know of any other expeditions before, before Chris, Christopher before Columbus? Before Chris. Oh. 1492. <laughs> Am I right in that? I don't know, I just have, I just have something I very vague. Discovery of the New World, 1492. That was Christopher Columbus. I thought he was 1493. No, was it 92? that was the second one, 1492. Um, oh, bro. I reckon someone probably went down the west coast of Africa, went round the bottom and found Australia. No, that came mm, later. No, because it? I'm asking when they discovered the, the Americas. Americas. Oh, are you? oh, sorry, I didn't realise. I thought it was just Denny. But when did they discover Asia? <laughs> Um, mm. I'll just tell you. Go on. No points. I think on. there was some. Wasn't it was more European? Was it like Spanish? Oh. Um, no, because Christopher Columbus technically came from Spain. Well, that was yeah, last time. Conquest. It was French and English. You also went over there. They was after. Yeah. Um. So, it was Portuguese, but I don't have specifics, and I did try and do some research because I thought you might have some questions, but I couldn't really find any specifics. Um, but Viking explorers sailed to New uh, Newfoundland and Greenland, Greenland in the 11th yeah, I was century. Say that. Do you know why they called it Greenland? Go on. Why? Because it was green. I'm. I know something you two don't about history. <laughs> so they called. They found it, and obviously, when you get to Greenland, it's cold. It's mm. more like proper cold, and it's icy. But they wanted people to move over there with them, so they called okay. it Greenland to make it sound appetizing. And like a nice place to live, and then people would be like, "Oh, that Greenland sounds good." Then they'd go there, and they'd be like, "Well, we've been falsely yeah. advertised to here, haven't we?" Mm. And that was that's the reason. So there you go. That is cool. Yeah, and then um, Europeans were thought to have travelled from Norway in the tenth century. Really, that's yeah, a journey. So that is a journey. Yeah. So he wasn't the first. But he's got this legacy of but, bringing yeah, a bit of destruction. Um, so, when Christopher Columbus discovered, in what are them called? Air quotes. Air quotes. Discovered. It's bunny ears. <laughs> the Americas, they already legally belonged to Portugal. Um, there's not much evidence to support when this occurred. And as I say, I did try and do some research, but it's very contradictory. Um and mainly the common thought is that Christopher Columbus discovered it first, but that's not true. Um, according to previous papal bulls of the 15th century, Portugal he held claim to any and all undiscovered lands west of a certain longitude. After Columbus's return, both Spain and Portugal laid claims to the new lands, forcing the Pope to sort things out. So a papal bull is what's issued by the Pope as like a kind of like a law, like a okay. kind of rule. Mm -hmm. So... The papal bull into Caterra in 1493, after reports of Columbus's discoveries had reached them, the Spanish rulers Ferdinand and Isabella enlisted papal support for their claims to the New World in order to inhibit the Portuguese and other possible rival claimants. Um, You're really testing out that pop filter with that, aren't you? <laughs> 
What, what was it? With all them peas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, the Spanish-born Pope <laughs> Alexander the. What's it? If it's a V and an I. Yeah, that's the six. Six. That's the what, Matt? <laughs> six, eleven, take five, six. <laughs> yeah. How do you work it out? Yeah, I'm always going to five, then take I, five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Five. Um, so we issued the papal bull in Tecatera. Do you want to have a guess on what date, or are you fed up for guessing? No, I don't, I don't want dates. I'll have a, I'll have a guess. I don't want any more dates. I'll have a guess. 1472. If, if he's right, he gets a point. This is after Christopher Columbus. Oh, this is after Christopher Columbus. Well, yeah, no, first answer is final. <laughs> because what happens is Christopher Columbus went over, yeah, came yeah, back yeah, and said, I found all these new lands. The Spanish were like, they're ours. But the Portuguese said, we already had them. So the Spanish were like, we want the Pope to issue this papal bull to say that they're our land. But if he's Spanish, he's going to put, I mean, it's like, like a Manchester United fan refereeing a Manchester United match. He's going to be like, oh yeah, they're all yours. Pape, Pope. The Pope, the, the Pope Alexander. Italy. Yeah, but he's Spanish. Is he? He's Catholic. Right. And the Spanish are Catholic, so. Oh. Yeah, but. Helping him out. Exactly. Yeah, but the, mm, a lot of them are Catholic, then. Yeah, but I think it's because it, this Catholic. this was an so issue between Italy. countries. Yeah, it is. Italy. It's in Vatican, isn't it? The yeah. Pope. yeah, yeah. But this was an issue between two countries which yeah. both thought that they. Spain and Portugal are both land. Catholic countries. Yeah, yeah, so they would go to the Pope to say. But I thought. Look, so, Christopher Columbus is Portuguese. He was born in Genoa, which I thought was Spain, but his boat washed up. Is Genoa Spain? Genoa is Italy, it's isn't right. it? <laughs> well, I'm wrong. Um, so, <laughs> so good of it, the history podcast, it not Italy. geography. Genoa is Italy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he was born in Genoa, and then he went on this merchant ship, and then his boat washed up in Portugal. So he yeah, studied in the Portugal. Yeah, and came up with this idea that the only people who would oh thank you, the only people who would like facilitate his expedition yeah, were the Spanish. Were the Spanish. Well, I think it's unreasonable that the Portuguese said anything west of this latitude we own, no matter what it is. He said that's what he said. Yeah, well, well it's a world round. Yeah, but then they've already it? discovered it. So yeah, where's the proof? You can't find any proof. We haven't found any proof. We've not been looking. We've not been well, looking. Well, I did to try and find exactly. out something about Portugal, but it's um, not as well documented as our guy Chris. Everyone mm, loves Chris. Mm. I actually don't. I think enslaving people. It's not good, is it? It's not. Yeah, it's not really very nice. So now there, there are loggerheads, Portugal and yeah. Spain. So the Pope issued the papal bull into Catera on the fourth of May, nineteen forty-three. No, it wasn't. 1943? Yes, because it was after the first visit. 1943. Well, that's wrong. 1493. Uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, right, guys, I know we're in the middle of a world war, but <laughs> it's not really been bothering me for the last 400 years. <laughs> There's still Pope Alexander the Sixth. Yeah. Can I, I know what this <laughs> is. Thank you. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I was just, like, well, I was just accepting it. Yeah. <laughs> um, did he? Did he? So did he just give Brazil to the Portuguese and everything else to the Spanish? Oh, I'll tell you what happened. Oh, okay. there you go. So he set up a line of demarcation, dem- demarcation, demarcation, <laughs> and demarcation oh, yeah. from pole to pole, hundred leagues 
west of the Cape Verde Islands. So 100 leagues is 300 to 320 miles. We're not sure of the exact. Yeah. Leagues is a good, that's a good measuring stick. Mm. Sounds good. It's vague. It's very vague. It's vague <laughs> enough to be like anything. <laughs> um, Spain was given exclusive rights to all newly discovered and undiscovered lands in the region west of the line and Portuguese expeditions were to keep east of the line. So it remains unclear whether the Pope was issuing a donation of sovereignty or a feudal infidation or investiture. So the Spanish crown... Explain. <laughs> so they, so it was open to interpretation. It wasn't particularly like... So the Pope's made this rule, knowing that no one yeah. understands it. It's just like, yeah, so now that's the rules. Everyone, <laughs> everyone got it. And like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Spain interpreted it to like the widest possible yeah. sense. Um, and they thought that it gave Spain full political sovereignty of these places. Um, so it played a central role in the Spanish conquest of the New World and all others were forbidden to approach the lands west of the line without special license from the rulers of Spain. So this effectively gave Spain a monopoly on the New World and neither power was to occupy any territory already in the hands of a Christian ruler. But if they weren't in the hands of a Christian ruler, then it was fine because they wanted to spread to Catholicism. Yeah. Um, so this was known as the Doctrine of Discovery and it became the basis of all European claims in the Americas as well as the foundation for United States Western expansion. This idea that if, if it was a Catholic ruler, then fine, but if it wasn't Catholic or Christian, then they could spread. Um, and this is still an issue um, in a court case in the Supreme Court of America in 1823 um, because they ruled in favour of a, um, like a white person rather than the Native Americans and they essentially have no power of their own lands because they're not Catholics. Um, I've got a bit more detail about that, but to be honest, I don't understand the words. Don't, don't, don't go for it. <laughs> no, don't. Um, don't trouble yourself. So, in essence, American Indians only had a right of occupancy, which, which could be abolished. So they only had a right to occupy. They didn't have a right, like a claim to the land, because they weren't Catholic. European people fair. aren't very good. Why is the Catholics making the rules? Because it's, it's what you do when you take over a land, isn't it? Well, make up rules. Invasions. Mm-hmm. Been doing it for thousands of years. Mm. Horrible, isn't it? So, um, the paper bull was issued and it's made headlines in the 1990s and in 2000 when many Catholics petitioned Pope John Paul II to formally revoke it and recognise the human rights of indigenous non-Christian peoples. I did try and research whether it has been revoked, but it's still very vague. And I know that in May 2016, people were um, like directly appealing to the Pope to revoke it because of the language and legacy of devastation and oppression that's still ongoing. Um, are, there, are there still any natives? Yeah, there must be. Native Americans in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the one person who weren't the rods in that? Christopher Columbus. I know, he was loving it. He was still for it now, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. 2016. What's wrong with your face? So, but, so the Spanish um, interpreted it to the, like, the widest possible sense, but other European powers um, didn't accept the papal disposition or the subsequent agreement which, which derived from it, so they just disregarded it. Um, and 
King John II of Portugal was dissatisfied because Portugal's rights in the New World were insufficiently affirmed and the Portuguese would not have sufficient room at sea for their African voyages. So he wasn't happy that Spain had all this control and the monopoly on the New World, which led to the Treaty of Tordesillas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Portugal, not pleased with the verdict, pressed the issue and the two nations ratified this treaty in 1494. I was going to ask you which date, but... We've had a lot of dates mm. today. It's all, it's like, I don't know what's behind what now. I don't know the chronological order. It's because I messed it up a bit by talking about Christopher Columbus, but I didn't really know much about him, so I wanted to talk about him. Yeah, I didn't know anything. Thanks. Yeah, so we talked about him a bit, and then we went back to the start. So his first expedition, this is just after it. Um, Well, this is after his second. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, So they met at Tordesillas in northwest Spain, and Spanish and Portuguese ambassadors reaffirmed the papal division on the 7th of June 1494 but the line itself was moved to 370 leagues so instead of it being 100 leagues it was now 370 leagues which is 1,185 miles west of the Cape Verde Islands so it just reduces the Spanish power a little bit Mm. I find it a bit hard to understand this line I don't understand because Cape Verde is right in the middle of Atlantic isn't it well, I did, I'm pretty we did sure say it this is. is a history podcast, not geography. So that basically, no, it can't be. Where's Cape Verde? I swear it's in the middle of one ocean. Well, you're all looking at me. I thought it was South Africa. Cape Verde, yeah, that could be it. But, just while Matt Googles this, do you want to do your South African impression? Nope. Okay. Do you want to do yours? Well, I only know so yours. off the northwest coast of Africa. Cape Verde oh, Island. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I said, didn't I? Something of that nature. So Atlantic it's near Ocean. the Gambia. Hmm, I've been there. Gambia's really small. But if it's. They've actually extended it then, that's what I don't get. So, no, so it. So the line was 300 miles west of yeah. Cape Verde, and any land that was discovered west of that line. So yeah, because. West it, again, Spain had rights too. Cape Verde seems like pretty much not straight down from, not straight south from Portugal and Spain, but pretty much. Almost. Almost. So it's all like left from there. All left. But then. Yeah, so then they, if they move the line, it means that um, Spain have less. So essentially, Spain could had like claim to all the lands in South America um, pass, and Central America. But that. if they push it back, then the Portuguese could access more land. So that's why like Brazil is like Portuguese. Because mm, it's on the, the east coast. Yeah, because yeah, it's closer been pushed that way. To, uh, to Europe and the rest of the United States. Yeah, so it's pushed. So Spain have less of a monopoly on the New World. Um, Pope Julius II finally sanctioned the treaty in 1506 and the new boundary enabled Portugal to claim the coast of Brazil after its discovery by Pedro Alvarez Cabral in 1500. Um, Brazilian exploration and settlement far to the west of the line of demarcation in subsequent centuries laid a firm basis for Brazil's claims to vast areas of the interior of South America. Yeah. Mm. And um, so essentially Brazil was seceded to Portugal and Spain and kept the rest of the New World. 
So it laid the framework for the modern demographics of Latin America, which I didn't even think about before this, but because um, I've been to Ecuador, which is on the west. <sighs> the name drop. Yes. Um, so that's on the west and that's very Spanish. But then obviously because the Olympics were in Brazil last year, I didn't know that it was Portuguese, but I didn't, never thought about it in terms of this. Um, so after the New World was discovered, Spain soon realised that it was an incredibly valuable resource that should be pacified and colonised. So even after Christopher Columbus didn't find that much, but he found these people and all this new land in Spain, were like, oh yeah, got to head over there. Um, and then it, what followed was the conquest of the Aztec and Inca empires in the early 14th century. Good empires. Mm. Yeah. Aztecs, they're gone, aren't they? Incas, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, like, they they, um, defeated the Aztecs, the Mayas, and the Incas. And it led for centuries of Spanish rule and enslavement and marginalisation of New World natives. It's been a bit of a depressing one, this one. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You know, there's a a couple of cheerful moments. Sorry, example, Christopher Columbus dying. No, Christopher Columbus getting sponsored on his ship. <laughs> Christopher Columbus's sponsored swim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's been doing ever since. Um, he, went on a, he went on a bit of wood, didn't he? Floated for a bit. Yeah, he survived. Which since he nice. made it to the new world, though, I feel like he's just been a bit grim. Lots of death, lots, lots of, of enslavement. Lots of enslavement. Yeah, lots of thinking they had claims to stuff that wasn't theirs. Mm. but um, as far as a lot of people know they just assume that Christopher Columbus went and found it so they're not aware of the papal bull or the treaty which is why I was talking about it a bit today no, you shod, shod, shed <laughs> some light on me yeah. shed some light <laughs> I have no idea. shed some light on it yeah there you go. Brilliant. fantastic stuff I feel like you look to me like I should wrap this up now I didn't know you were oh no I've, got, I've not really got anything else to say can I ask questions? Well, I'll try and answer. Go on. Um, how much Spanish can you speak? Uh, un poquito. Just that, a little. Just a little. I know that. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? Yeah, I can say other stuff. Matt's particularly good at Spanish. Oh yes, I've learned a few words in my time. <laughs> all the lingo. I know guapa. If you ever see a, a pretty girl on the street, go up to her. Some tips for your listeners, <laughs> and say. Ooh, Guapa. We guapa. We guapa. We guapa. Mamacita. You wouldn't say you just want to go to someone and go. Oh, beautiful. Oh, very beautiful. Guapa chica. I know pollo. Hermanos. I learned this from Breaking Bad. Los pollos hermanos, the Chicken Brothers. So I can slip in guapa with that as well. So Basically, he's fluent. If I'm yeah. if if I see if you see an attractive girl, you say guapa. If you're having a good meal, guapa boyo, guapa boyo, and they'd be like, "That's good." And then if you see a friend, you'll say hermanos. So I've got the three social well, interactions down. Brothers, brothers yeah, <laughs> amigos. That's what I said. Oh, brothers aren't. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, in England they are. You know what I mean? I don't want this. We're as close as hermanos. Um, <laughs> Um, do you want to know my favourite word in Spanish? Yeah, go on. Oso means bear. Oh, okay. That's cute, I like that. How do you say rice in Spanish? Arroz. Oh, that's fine, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you speak some Spanish for this. I can. Yeah. 
What do you want me to say? Just whatever. Can you say, like, that painting is wonderful? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> there was a pause where I no. thought it might come out of your mouth. I was just thinking if I knew any of them words. Oh, I was also thinking that and I didn't. In German. Okay. I can say half of it. Really? Es wunderbar. Oh, I can say anyone can say that. Um, but in <laughs> Spanish, yeah, give us a give us a better one. A better one than that. Um, can I just give you words? Rather my, than oh, my name is Ines. Mi amor. Oh. Swimming pool. Piscina. Ooh. Um, what's the word for oil? Oil. <laughs> is it? It's L Oh, okay. Lana can actually speak quite a lot of Spanish. I'm two percent fluent according to my app. Oh, would you all know? <laughs> really? Our you feel like a lot more than two percent fluent. Maybe it's because I know four words in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Mi amo, I know now as well. Mi amo. Are we sponsored by Duolingo this uh, We are this, this, oh, time, yeah, this yeah. time around. <laughs> Thank you, Duolingo. Gracias. <laughs> Good for learning. Um, um, we spoke a lot of Spanish, very tattered Spanish, the last couple of minutes. And you want me to wrap it up? I think <laughs> let's go back to English at least. Let's go back to English. <laughs> wrap yeah. it up in Spanish. Okay. Go on. <laughs> do, you to, do you want to go wrapping up? <laughs> Not in Spanish, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to, you um, know, wrap it up? Muy guapa, pollo. <laughs> pollo hermanos. <laughs> Los guapa pollo hermanos. There we go. The beautiful chicken. Right, bones. right. Go on. Um. You can tweet us. Yes. On the Twitters. On the Twitters at Idiot History Pod and let us know what you think of Christopher Columbus. If you want to send us an email about anything, um, just want to chat, you know. Yeah. If you just feel like you just want Talk to chat, to us. Oh, that's all. <laughs> maybe <laughs> ring a helpline. But <laughs> <laughs> apart from that, maybe. Talk to us about history. Yeah. If you just like, <laughs> you know what? I have this question about something. Google it, and then <laughs> if it's not there, send us a little email, and we'll get back to you. We'll let you know. Matt's what. constantly. Waiting for us, he does nothing. I just refresh the page <laughs> on my works phone. From home. <laughs> I work from home and I just refresh the He's page. He's 24 hours on call, so you send him an email <laughs> straight away. I'll be back. there, don't yeah. worry about it. You'll um, get a response. Yeah, so our email is idiothistorypod at gmail.com. Yeah, and we've said the Twitter and that's yes. everything. Um, and thank you to Emily Mills for making the wonderful cover art and I want to thank Ines you reminded me today that he actually made the theme music which you oh. listen to which will be coming in soon I was going to say now but that's too early no in, in a few seconds shall I bring it in no bring I, it in from I can where? do it I can do it okay <laughs> yeah. I'll, just, I'll just get my guitar we'll get ready to say bye okay, <laughs> right. three right. two one bye bye alright here we go <laughs> <laughs>